Welcome back, everybody, to a... Has it started? Yes, it started. Welcome back, everybody. Wow. To a, another episode of Product Sense. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Awkward. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Sense and Sensibility podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the unnecessary products we come across every day as moderators on Steam Hunt, a Steam blockchain-based product hunting site. I'm Delio. And I'm Team Humble. Let's get started. Elio, Elio, Elio. Hiya. How you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, it's a Thursday. I think it's a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Reevaluate. Yeah, reevaluate everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Uh, busy week. Busy week. Exactly. A bit torn, torn from one pillar to a post, like client work coming in because it's that end of year kind of situation where uh, clients are like looking up and being like everybody's going to not be here in the early stages of December and the end of November and I want to be at home sitting on my crypto funds just loving life so mm-hmm. people are like getting their freelancer work in now they're like it's real busy yeah it's real busy yeah I agree it seems it seems like they've come out of the woodwork this week and it's a little bit like it's great because you got to take that work while you have it but it's also like Oh, it's all at once. It's a little bit overwhelms. And I think we get so used to working on like our creative projects in the downtime that it becomes hard to switch away from that when the clients come back, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of these clients as well are slowly becoming um, location independent clients. They're not just like structured corporate buildings. They're kind of people in Bali who are out with a video camera and a bunch of gear because they made a a bit of money on something or took a severance package or got made redundant and just like, I'm going to sprint for it for next year. And they're all wanting to get content made for the start of a fresh new year. Because if you're smart, you kind of know that there's going to be a whole bunch of people upgrading all their gear. There's going to be a whole bunch of people getting on the internet for the first time. Right. There's going to be just people like looking for stuff. Jobs are changing all the time. So anybody who's got their own, you know, it's, there is a bunch of people already making kind of courses and things out there, but also fresh faces coming into this. People just finishing like jobs after 25, you know, 20 years in a job and being like, this is what I've been doing and I found a better way. You know, like some of your clients who have kind of done it themselves as as entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, I think the start of a year is a big one because obviously January and February is pretty dead in terms of people buying stuff unless they didn't spend money over Christmas and then they're buying stuff in the sales uh, so January is a big time to onboard people. Then by March time, everybody's off to the races, booking holidays and stuff. So then the circle begins again. Yeah. Um, it's been a very, very busy week on Steam Hunt as well because two days ago they announced a whole bunch of stuff, like a triple whammy of stuff, a new partnership, some Steam account white blacklisting initiatives and some steam witness updates i don't know if you've got that in front of you or if you want to go into it if you want me to like fire a few things back and forth yeah i mean i think i want to i would i'd like to start with the um the partnership situation and more from a i mean if you guys are interested in it like you can read their official statement and update you know about it but i I thought it was more interesting from a perspective and we kind of spoke about this on the other podcast this week about what it kind of like triggered (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> like a little bit of PTSD in us because we always get kind of like wary and um, I would say spooked maybe is the word when 
when big changes happen like that on like a, a management slash upper management level. And obviously the team is the same. It's obviously, it's still project seven and Tabris, but um, they're bringing on a, um, is it like an incubator? I, I kind of had a hard time like framing exactly who this partner birds. is. I don't know if you can hear those birds going over, but like they're literally over the top of the head. So, so bees. it's a, so it's a partnership with a company called Tokenomia. Right. And that's founded by um, like a collaborative, a group of people, I don't know what, col- it begins with Collective. C, but I can't think of it. No. Uh, Cog- conglomerate? Yeah. Yeah, kind of conglomerate. Uh, Chain Partners, which is one of the largest blockchain companies in Korea. And they've just released a big chunk of money. I think it's like 10 million, 12 million, something like that. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago, they announced and opened Daybit, which is an Alexa, Alexia, Alexi, Alexa, Alexa-based uh, exchange whose 24-hour trading volumes have already reached the top 12 globally in terms of market now I'm reading. Wow. Um, so, yeah, basically, it's a smart move. It was a bit of a – it wasn't a shock because from a business perspective, it makes total sense. You're in South Korea. You're with the fastest internet in the world. There's money being thrown into the blockchain space. They obviously want to be at the forefront of that. Uh, and, you know, Steam Hunt is in a perfect position – already using a blockchain then's going to be using an smt um and very much invested in the token economy with the hunt tokens and needs the hunt tokens eventually to be on an exchange so why not get the ball rolling now right um so the partnership is useful because they they've got they bring a lot to the table like this company brings a lot to the table i am obviously at any point where there's money involved there's always like concerns i've always had concerns about how that changes the relationship between the the user base and the actual product, but like business is kind of business. You know, at the end of the day, this is a developer and a, a team, a company that got together to build a project on the Steam blockchain. So, yeah, um, they they've done other things as well in this announcement, which gives me a little bit more like stability in their intentions. But we'll see how it plays out. Um, so this tokenomia, they what's interesting about them is they enable blockchain proje- uh, projects to have a, a business impact. Um, and as they put it, uh, in a well-structured token economy. So I think these are the best best people to run ideas back and forth. And I know that Tabris really loves this Daybit platform. And so as a coder, uh, as an all-rounder, basically, he's interested in that and how they've got to that and what they're trying to achieve. And I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there's a need for them uh, building out these token economies to have like example tokens on the blockchain and I can't on their exchange. And I can't think of a better one than hunt tokens, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, and the biggest thing that like was bolded in this blog post, and I think it's an important thing to go over again, is that rather than focus on how the blockchain product can create a user base fundamental, they will attract companies and many other market players. And that's the big thing for, for hunt tokens and uh, Steam Hunt and and the Idea Hunt and Review Hunt to really, really take off. You need that buy-in from those companies and those market players to be like, oh, yeah, okay, this is an interesting way to like reach influencers and also sell product and also do it on an immutable blockchain. So I don't know, I'm kind of... I, I can't be mad about it because it's the it's the right move. It's just it's always a bit scary when it's, when it's change, especially in this day and age, especially like everything changes 
in a millisecond these days, you know? Right. But it does help that, like, I think we mentioned it on the other one also that we, I mean, we both kind of have trust in the core team and what they've done. And they've always said, you know, they've always followed through with things that they wanted to do and plan to do. And so, you know, for me, it's like, I'm never going to understand, uh, understand things at the code, like base block level. No, neither will I. Neither you know? I. No. Yeah, exactly. And so like, you know, as much as I'm sure we feel like this is kind of like we, we were there from the start and this is like kind of, you know, like we have sentimental feels toward the platform. I'm sure they feel like this is like their baby, you know, times a million. So it's, you know, I have, I have trust in the team and I have trust that they, uh, they're making moves the way that they feel like they need to. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one important part in that, like this is the one thing I will say about the team is they're very clear about their actions. And I, I do, I do, love the fact that they spend the time to really break it down for people right one of the main goals from that partnership obviously the first one is to get get seen on the exchange and so people can adopt it because once it's on the exchange then we can start to find out how much these things are going to be worth and if people are going to trade them other people going to buy them you know slowly that 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 price of each hunt token will go up um but the biggest thing about it is this um expandable pipeline so there'll be there'll be business practices uh, business structure to the way that a brand can interface with a blockchain and then the blockchain can connect with its influencers and then so and some of that is unknown territory and some of it is standard business practices the way it's always been done in the same way like when i worked for verisign through a, a, a design agency who was just like throwing a bunch of money there's contracts in place there's legal in place of like we're going to give you 10 million dollars and we want this kind of reach we want this percentage of kind of reach from the from the outreach of these bloggers like right. if you if we if you hire 100 bloggers about the Nokia phone worldwide then ideally we want this level of impact in terms of uh, the bottom line and sales and and uh, and stuff R-O-I. that can be found on the yeah so i mean steam hunt has made that very clear you know um steam hunt is trying to invite many companies makers to utilize our hunters geekers geeky passion to boost their launching hype very very clean very simple um which is exactly how a lot of things is launched these days you know this you got to remember steam hunt was from the product hunt uh, initial idea right. and product hunt has done incredibly well over the years a really boosting onboarding for a small little startup with a great idea in fact i think i remember when slack went on product hunt and they literally ended up with like fifty thousand users in a day yeah because because of the the vi- virility virility of twitter and people right. sharing it and how easy they made it um Obviously, now going back to brands, I mean, like, did you know there's a decentralized version of that and it's for specifically products rather than just like startups and web apps? Mm. That's that's big because I don't know of any other stuff that's doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And um, if you if you want to laugh, I don't know if you do this, but if you follow both um, Product Hunt and Slack on Twitter, they have like such a little like love affair going on. It's the funniest yeah. thing to watch if you just watch them in in their own mentions and subtweets. They're like they're just real funny. <laughs> I, enjoy, I don't know if it's I enjoy them. I, I don't know if it's interns speaking to interns or they've just got an AI that just sends each other gifts every. <laughs> I'm not sure, but there's like so much love there. Maybe it is like maybe there is some type of 
romance love story happening between stop trying to make it mystical. maybe it's beautiful i don't know uh-huh <laughs> well okay um, so then there's also witness things happening with yeah. big witness updates yeah so i mean it's only been a couple of weeks but already steam hunt is uh, 37th um, it might even even change today i mean they've like they're moving up the ranks they're getting supported by other other um witnesses um they're doing well to i don't think they've dropped any blocks yet they seem to be keeping up with everything so i mean that's a big deal because it shows that you're you're keen to support the blockchain by maintaining the network mm. uh, obviously moving up the ranks if you can get in the top 20 then there's a, a a nicer incentive in terms of like witness payout which could actually end up like paying for the servers and uh, the team and just more involvement from the steam hunt community and I, I think that's a value because I think it's one of one of one of the powerful SMTs out there on the blockchain. I'm not saying that the other ones are not because they are, but I just think there's so much been built out in the proper way. Yeah. Uh, so the wit- witness is doing well. And the final thing of this week is um, they've also is it the final thing or did there, is there three things this week? No, it might be the it might be this two is the, things. This would be the third thing. What do you think? Third thing, yeah. So the the last thing they did is they created a uh, whitelist blacklist database and user verification system so they had to do that because now you can sign up on the front of the the uh, steam hunt website top right corner click on sign up and get an account and just verify it with your phone number so obviously that's open to abuse people are like i'm going to get free alt account i'm going to do this so there's a lot of lessons probably been learned in the last week or so of, of verification i'm not really asked the team or they're probably not willing to share those details <clears throat> excuse me my voice is going mm. um so it's a basically a shared um api list and um yeah this list that, can that be dapps can share between them right right so basically a verification database so there, there's already a big account called build a whale that does that for its blacklist so i think we hook into build a whale so it just makes sense to share our list that we're like making as we onboard people yeah. with other lists so that they're up to date it's just, just real smart to do that in the community but also it i i think it's real smart from tabarus and the team that they're they're putting out a message just saying look we're going to do this right from the start mm. and then all other smts that come along between now and and live smt date they can tap into this and that's a section of your your um fleshing out of your smt you don't have to do right right and yeah and it's also like it also is a well a i feel like it's kind of like a gesture of goodwill to be like okay we're here we want to you know we want to coexist within this ecosystem of other steam apps um but i also think that it's a really smart way to approach it and it kind of makes sense because you're on a decentralized platform like the whole concept of the blockchain is that there is a ledger of things happening that everybody has access to. And so if you don't take that concept through to like the other things that you're doing, then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Like you, it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody to be selectively decentralized. So Mm. I think it's really Mm. helpful to have that same attitude when it comes to like, okay, well we have blacklisted users, but we're not going to keep that in the silo away unto itself either. Like let's, let's keep everything um, open for everybody and, everybody can use the same data yeah yeah and the final thing on that on that list the final thing at the bottom was like please vote for the steam hunt witness Mm. for the company-wide values uh and the scalable dap experience so they really they really want to like push that 
And their two kind of goals, a manifesto, if you like, is we'll encourage companies, makers to be involved with the Steam token economy at a global level, which is huge. Right. You know, you imagine getting like the 12th biggest exchange in the world that's only been alive a couple of weeks. Says a lot about volume, shows that there's a lot of people trust it, want to use it. It's fast. Uh, you you get the hunt token on there. All of a sudden, there's an audience, a global audience, like what's the hunt token? And then boom, they land on the Steam hunt. And there might not be necessarily like know about Steam or the mm-hmm. blockchain. And then you think about all the other stuff, net coins on the other side of the world, like people buying it and looking into it. Like at some point, those come to a, like a crescendo point. Yeah, you know, I agree. Where people are like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And and we've got so much stuff that's been built out that works, that's been working for over 24 months, um, that's been through 20 hard forks, like, and, and it's still here, still moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, Steam Steam is so ahead of the curve yeah. compared to some of the other platforms. So don't get me wrong, there's some incredible blockchains coming out every day which are probably better, but they don't have any, there's nothing built. There's nothing built out. Yeah. They've been used. Well, they've got a community around it. Right. And that was the thing I was going to bring up was the community. I mean, like we, we kind of talked a little bit about the little struggle bus moment that we all had with um, HF20, but that in also in combination with the way people really turned out to vote on that um, neck points mm. thing, like there wouldn't be an outrage or there wouldn't be drama or whatever, not drama, but you know, that people wouldn't be so passionate about the blockchain going down if they didn't give a damn, you know what I mean? Mm. So I think like the fact that that was such a big thing, not that I'm sure that nobody wanted to or engineered it to kind of be a little bit of a rocky couple days with HF20, but like, it really showed how passionate the community was and how, you know, people really did want to learn, okay, well then how does mana work and how does this work? Like that's an engaged, um, passionate community of people who like want to keep sharing and want to keep posting things. So that was so mm. awesome. And I saw like a couple people on Twitter being like real, um, <laughs> real salty about the fact that their coin didn't win on the net coins. Yeah. I saw that. Like real shady that. and real like, remember, yeah, remember, yeah. remember they bought votes and they did this and, and like, you can't you can't argue with the number of people on on like on steam it like and they're all psychomaniacs like us so i don't know it was really easy <laughs> i don't know i don't know if they're psychomaniacs well, or if i'm even a psychomaniac i don't know if you, know, you can actually I mean, say that in about terms me, of passion in terms of like you know psychomania little, psycho <laughs> kiss could say but like you know what i mean but i think if it, it's a uh, i'm like super proud to be part of um a community of people and, and it, you know, we're used to the lifespan of an, an app or a platform being like 18 months and then either people leave or they get bored or the, the higher ups like screw you over cause they're out of taco money. Like it's been real nice. It's been a really nice change of pace to be, yeah. uh, to be here. So I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Um, to keep it short this week, instead of it being like a 50, 60 minute thing, um, I'm not going to do any good, bad, or strange this week just because I don't necessarily. I've not had any time to even look no, like that stuff together, and I know Dale has. So she's. Do you have any beefs though? Things. Do you have any mod beefs before we do that? Um, I did do at the beginning of the week. I felt like I think for the last two weeks I've been concerned about um the image of the social community side of the platform in terms of uh, Discord, and that had been kind of grating on me a little bit because. It, it didn't match it didn't match the front end it didn't match what the team were trying to do it didn't match like the blog post and the website and the token website it was like totally agree I, I i think that would have been really awkward for people coming in to be like this this is awesome and then they get into the community and it's just like 
one people posting one line responses in random and and the channel like defaulting to random so there's just been a few like changes and you know changing it up to make it more discussion based make it more professional make it more you know talking about what can be changed what needs to be done rather than just you know yeah just if just it being catered to like a selective group of people and it being like their hangout zone like it was really i think such a good move to make things more inclusive and to make things you know feel like people could literally jump in and have a discussion i mean that's the name of the new channel is discussion so i think it yeah i've already seen mods I've already seen a couple of mods in there that are talking that wouldn't talk in, in the oh, other one because awesome. there, you, there's no entry point into it. So it should mm-hmm. it should be a global channel for everybody. And if, if somebody's dropping in from, you know, eventually from that exchange or coming in from some other angle, some even some other SMT on the platform, you know, you, you need a bunch of – we need probably – we will need at some point maybe 10 JPlay Co. community, community managers, managers just to deal with it. Yeah, I agree. You know? Because it would be just sheer volume of people. I thought at one point it wouldn't be a problem. I thought we'd end up with just an influx of users because of the new sign up. But I realized there's a massive big education to do there to get people to understand what they're actually signing up for as well. Sure. That's a big thing. Um, but I was kind of like thinking, oh, you know, we have 2,000 accounts. We'll end up with like 200 more people like in a week. And then they'll be just, you know, the, the noise of sheer people signing up would just bring it in. But that's not happened yet. Right. But I think it will. I think it will. And I think a lot of people who come to the Discord come with questions straight away. I mean, we do have a question channel for that. But like, if you want to jump into discussion and be like, I've seen this, looks great, but are you going to do this? You know, that's more of like a discussion for everybody rather than I have a single question as a hunter. Right, something. right, right, right. Exactly. So it makes sense. It makes sense. I think random was too random and ended up just like being, I don't know, somewhere at the end of the universe, somewhere that sells yeah. real bad coffee. It just be- yeah, kind of felt, it started to feel like that party that you knew you weren't invited to. <laughs> Oh no, I never I never felt that. I never I never oh, felt I did. that. If I wanted I felt like, no. oh well this is not my this is not my this is not where I'm supposed to be tonight. I think the Uber dropped me off at the wrong the wrong bar. Like, I don't know, it just didn't feel like a welcoming place, I guess. Yeah, I I think I just think it didn't fit the I just didn't I don't think it fit where the project had got to. And I just, I just think personally it needed to be done at some point. And, you know, I think that the mods and team are so focused on the product. The mods are, to- are focused on like turning up every day and doing their, going through all the, all the, the hunts and stuff. And the influencers are looking for the stuff that's at the bottom and pushing it up. And you can't have like a separate like audience to that. That's not involved with the momentum of bringing it up. And then people just like, you know, I don't know. It, it was just out of sync. It yeah. was super out of sync. No, I think, that's, just went, that's I think it's thing. just a, a growing pains type of thing. It, things went from um, like yeah. casual to business casual, I think. In the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like we yeah. just said, we put in like a strict no flip-flops rule in the office. So, you know, it doesn't mean you got to wear a suit every day. Just like, you know, leave the rainbow sandals at home. Yeah, we've gone from having a wear anything day every day of the week to a bit more <laughs> diplomatic now. It wasn't yeah. even That's wear pr- anything day. It was like <laughs> come in costumes. <laughs> like how Steve's dressed as a toothbrush today. All right. Yeah, Just not yeah. a good work environment. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad in some ways that things move on. Things move really quick anyway in this world. Like, you know, the, the websites change. Websites change. Like, it's communities true. change really quick. Yeah. And they'll change again. You know, they'll change again. We'll end up having a community for Idea Hunt. We'll end up having a community for Review Hunt. They'll, ve- they'll be very specific people on those platforms that will only engage with one of those platforms and not the others. Right. So, 
and yet they'll all want to come into Discord and be like, you know, why do you spend time on that? Like, let's discuss it. That opens things up across mm. the sites. Anyway, let's get into the um, yeah, and, the good oh, and the bad and the strange this week. Okay. Um, I just one real quick. I had one more mod beef that was just yeah, if, go for it. If you um, just don't like. Don't think that just because the title of your post has the word robot in it, that it's automatically going to get passed. <laughs> so I've seen a lot this week that was just like something, something, something robot. And it's like, okay, we're really like, we're really stretching the terms of what we consider to be a robot. So just know that like, it still has to fit the PG, no matter what the actual physical name is of it. I mean, I, I think I got some like figurines this week and that could just be a um, language barrier thing. It could be a new hunter, but just as an example, like I got something that was a, f- um, a little toy, like desk figurine of a robot. And it was like something, something, mm. something robot. And it's like, okay, I get that like super droid robots ha- is having its moment right now, <laughs> but, but you know, just like, don't go based on keywords, I guess is my, is my little beef of the week, but that's just, mm. um, okay. So my good, my good hunt of the week is, um, is this thing is called the flat time tracker. And it's like a, a little, um, a little ID card, like just picture like what you'd have like hanging around your neck, maybe like at a conference or to have access to um, a building, but it has Mm. like a little, um, Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so time time tracker on the back, right? Mm -hmm. It has a time tracker on the back with a little screen. So it actually like auto updates as you like, you're basically auto clocking in and clocking out of the building as you swipe your, um, as you swipe your card. And then if you flip the card over, like your, your photo and security information's on the one side on the back is like this card. That's got a little, um, display, like, um, like similar to what you'd have on a, like a calculator and it's auto updating the, your start time, your end time, your weekly total, um, actually has a step counter on there and the date and time. So it has this little like dynamic, um, just like this dynamic auto updating display on your time card, which is like so genius. And I remember being in an office and being like, okay, it's Friday time to fill out your time sheets and be like, Mm. Oh, when did I go to lunch on Wednesday? Like, you know what I mean? That whole, like that whole nonsense. So to, to combine like your sign in to get into the building and then just have that auto tracking your, your time. It takes like a little watch battery. I think that's like a genius idea. I mean, hopefully I never have to use it because I'll never have another like office job like that. But I think it's such it's a, cool a cool idea. It's a cool idea, but obviously people don't think it's cool enough to like vote on it because it's it's definitely not going to make its money, unfortunately. Like they want 11 grand and they've had 721 quid and they've had 10 people behind it and they've got 56. They've got like two months more to go yeah um because of the momentum of it i just don't know if it's going to get there yeah and and that i I mean something like that is a good idea but sometimes it's best to do a goal of a couple of grand and just like do a small run start small right um the the way the way i would go about it if i was if i had this product or if i thought i had a good idea is i would want like a grand or two grand have a build a proof of concept go out to 100 companies that need time trackers Ask if you can make do it for free, like give them the things for free mm. um, uh, for the first batch, for the first run, and then do social media, do like storytelling, capture video with the boss, you know, yeah, this has helped the productivity by 25%, and then go back for version two, you know, flat time tracker version two, 
which has got a number of other features from the feedback of the first first one and then go for bigger money. Yeah. You know, like extend it because it, it can only be used in the workplace and can only do track time and nobody's going to be wearing this after the work's finished. So it needs to do something else as well. You know, it's super sing- single function device, which is fine for the office, but I presume you have to not only just have a badge now, you have to charge this damn thing up as well. Well, yeah, it takes a little uh, watch battery and it doesn't look that like... That be good. Yeah, it doesn't three look months. like it's yeah, the type of months. thing that... Like it's like a it's like a calculator. I mean, you you know, it is set yeah. to go for a good time. I just I yeah, I do like that it combines just being a, your door tag like for security is also just auto tracking your time. It just seems like such a no brainer, and mm. um, that's a timesheet is something that you can never re- rely on employees to do like correctly, accurately on time when you need it <laughs> to do billing. Like I, I've oh I was always that I was always that employee at every office where like the HR person would be like, uh, Dale, did you get your timesheet? And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> Four yeah, it's pretty um, terrible at times. Yeah, I'm like, so I just like I would love to have one of these as an employee of an office, but I've never also worked at any place important enough to have security that intense, or had to swipe mm. a card. <laughs> so it's a it's a good deal. I mean, it's a good deal. I'm I'm yeah, sure it'll need, do very well. Like V three will be good. V three will be yeah, really the, good. Yeah, the price is all the price is all kind of wrong. Like yeah. The price is all wrong. It's it seems like somebody's trying to buy bulk of these so that they can set up a company right. with twelve thousand pounds. Maybe they've been told that um they need to have a ten thousand pound order. Right. And they just you know rather than uh, and then it's it's not about raising money for a product that because who's going to buy? I mean nobody's going to buy one of these, right? So you're expecting companies right. to be coming to, to Kickstarter and, and that's not how Kickstarter works. Right. Kickstarter is normally a one person one deal kind of thing, not a company. Right. So and it's hard great idea, wrong audience. Person, right. It's hard for me. I'm not even though I would love my company to have this. What can I do? Tell my boss about it. Like I'm not going to be the one to back it. So. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's a bit. Plus, do you want to be the guy who turns up with automated sheets every week while everybody's pissed at you? That you're <laughs> like super efficient, John. <laughs> John, you efficient, John. Like I don't want that. Super <laughs> efficient, John. That's yeah, the best. Oh my god! All right, so um, my bad one makes me actually furious. It's a robot. Um, oh, I don't God. know if that surprises you, but I hate this robot for many reasons. I know hate is a strong word, but I actually feel it's those not the emotions. googly eyes, is it? Uh-huh. It is a robot with googly eyes. Now, okay, I get that it's for kids, but you can't just make something for kids, add a Z at the end of kids and make it for kids and then just add googly eyes. That's not how kids work. That's not how fun stuff works. Like this is clearly like <laughs> this is clearly like some type of only fools and horses like extra stock situation where somebody was like, oh, damn it. We got, we got a bunch of these metal detector robots. Um, let's just make them for kids. All right. Yeah. Just order a hundred thousand googly eyes and we'll make it for kids. Um, is this little robot on four wheels? It's very, it's definitely not, it was never made for kids. It's like gray and black and doesn't look fun at all, except for the googly eyes. And then my second beef about this is that I, as a kid, I had a metal detector, which I like salvaged from somebody's trash and it was my favorite thing in the world. And so like Mm. the, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit to think like, oh yeah, just put this robot out in your backyard and see if it finds anything for you. Like half the fun of doing a metal detector thing is like getting outside and doing it and like finding something. Um, And I think that this is probably like 
all jokes aside, if it is meant for kids, truly that it's meant to teach them how to build the robot. And that's kind of cool. Um, but it, it was literally like a meme, like, oh yeah, just stick googly eyes on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look the most well-built thing in the world. I will say it looks a little bit too plasticky for me. Right. And like, look at those wheels. They're not going to, they're not going to get through anything. Not, if you put this in your backyard, it's just going to be like, like spitting up all kind of dirt and sand. No. Although although it might be easy to put it together, I don't know. It yeah, might be an like, easy first thing. But uh I, I don't know. I mean just, I, I get the whole idea of like <laughs> as long as you're teaching the kids like there's a unit underneath that's this text metal, like right. as long as you're teaching kids not just to put it together but to be like this piece here does a certain thing, like it it detects metal because of XYZ rather than look at this googly eye robot we bought it, you know what I mean? <laughs> well like yeah, and also it, I'm looking at other robots on the website, and they seem to have like a running googly eye theme. <laughs> so they bought a hundred thousand visa. They probably kickstarted <laughs> for it. Oh man, the googly eye factory in China—they are living over there. Somebody's making knocking some them big out money. Yeah, so that just knocking like made out. me angry. Um, and uh, like I said, I'm in two minds about it because it's for kids, but it's like <sighs> do better. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> And then my strange one is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Is called- I validated this one. I know which one it is. It's don't look it up because it'll give you nightmares for the rest of your life. It's called Bina Forty Eight, and it is like the off-brand <laughs> version of um, who's that? Who's that other robot? You know the one. Oh, I don't know. I know. You know you that, mean, yeah. that like the one who's got citizenship. Yeah, the one who's who got- has like a nervous oh, twitch. God. Yeah. <laughs> one minute she's smiling, next minute she's petrified. Yeah, generic yeah, white girl that. robot, the AI sentient um, robot. So this is like, this is like a weird cousin that is absolutely terrifying. Like this thing has the craziest wig, the craziest facial expressions. It's I I hate to make fun of it also because and I need to like. I need to preface this because Sophie was the other Sophie. one, by the way, Sophie, this being yeah. a robot is actually based on a real person who is alive and living, which a makes it a million times creepier, but B I don't want to like, I don't want to, um, I don't want to drag the look of the robot because it's based on a real person. It's not about the person. The person's a lovely looking human being. It's a robot rendition of this real person. That is so terrifying. Just so. Yeah. Scary. It's kind of, I, I it's kind of spooky because of the rear view more yeah, than anything. The fact that the I can back. see all the electronic wires and stuff. That's like terrifying. And like I just, I have such a beef with these robots because they have the worst wigs. Like somebody get a handle on the hair situation. Like if you're going to make a hyper, hyper realistic humanoid robot, that's supposed to be like a convincing human. And then you're just going to throw this like dollar store clown wig on top of it. That's just like the part is like askew and it's like flipped up in all different ways. It's just like, it just, it doesn't look like a friendly robot. It doesn't look like a nice robot. Um, and that's- yeah, but what I will say is like, I mean, this, this Binner 48 breakthrough intelligence via neural architecture, 48 exaflops. That is a hell of a speedy machine. I don't know how they're doing it. I know that I think they've got it connected to a machine. It's not all inside of that. It's like, um, from this is the way it's going to go though we're going to end up with like we've always seen it in sci-fi and bloody cartoons of like heads in jars of liquid like we're going to definitely have teachers in ai and transportation and you know that johnny cabs 
with the like, where do you want to go? Yeah. You know, like we're, we're literally going to have like Elon Musk is going to have a bunch of like robot tokers like telling you you're going to get two minutes to get to LAX and stuff. We're going to see that happen real yeah, quick. Yeah, I just wish they Scar- did look- Scarily as it may say, it's going to happen. We already saw like the, the flat projection like walk in an airport and there's like a hologram oh, yeah, woman that? of like, huh? Like- <laughs> um, yeah, it was crap. That was so crap. It was so it crap. It was a projection. It gets better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somebody's going to hack all these. They're going to be saying all kinds of like horrible yeah. stuff as you get on, get in to through duty free. I don't know what the whole thing about making it like a hyper realistic like dummy does for the experience. Like, I would so much prefer just like I would actually prefer it look like a robot. Like, make it look like something at a Terminator mm. over this. This actually is what creeps me mm. out. <laughs> like, no, I, I don't know. You. So it's just like a little. It's a little bit much. If you click the link that's associated with this hunt. The, there's a huge video and I haven't clicked it yet, but it's called Bina 48, An Existential Crisis. And it's got this horror movie lighting. And it's like, it's like this robot in a corner, like backlit, like a, like a Hitchcock film with like weird wallpaper in some living room. And I can only imagine like the existential crisis this robot's going through. It's forcing me to have an existential crisis. So <laughs> that's why I didn't, I don't want to smash it. Cause like it's impressive technology. It's based on a real person. I think the idea is awesome, but that's why it's my strange and not my bad one. It just makes me no, extremely uncomfortable. Like <laughs> you imagine waking up in the middle of the night and being like, hello, Phil. Your Fitbit data says you're awake. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> no thanks. Petrified. Yeah. I would be absolutely petrified, yeah. I think. So that's my three. Nice. Yeah. I like it a lot. Nice, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's been a little bit yeah, of a very crazy good, week, good. but I did, you know, I'm glad we did this and I'm glad we uh, we sat down and Yeah. I I'm getting to the point where like I'm getting burnt out. So like I know I know tomorrow's gonna be a bit more of a chill down day because I then have modding to do and mm-hmm. stuff. So get this up and then do a bit more script stuff for a client and then um ready to kind Chillsville. of well, hopefully Chillsville a little bit, but then do some more work on Saturday and Sunday and then fresh start next week. That's right. So. That's the last week, full well, week thanks. of October next week, so Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Uh, I know it was a little bit shorter than usual. Normally do about an hour, but like I think we condensed and got everything in for the last 40 minutes. So Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thanks for spending time with us today. Subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away. And if you use Anchor FM, please feel free to call in and leave us a message. We'll try to reply in our next cast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can now go to anchor.fm forward slash positive and click on the button. And if you'd like to hang out with us in our Discord, there's a link in that page as well. Stay positive and we'll speak to you soon.